Welcome to Girl Coach. My name is Katie Mitchell and I am a PE teacher and basketball coach. I have coached for about 10 years. Um, I've coached girls basketball mainly, um, but have also coached girls flag football. A little background, I played flag football in high school at a private school where they didn't have tackle for boys, so they did both Um, girls and boys teams for flag football and then I played basketball since I was um, in early elementary probably around second grade and played all the way through to college started coaching when I was about 23 24 right out of school before I became a PE teacher and so I've been coaching about 10 years now because I'm about 32 now and I have noticed, being a female coach, that there are a lot of different topics that come up that you wouldn't think of when you're a male coach. Or, um, honestly, I didn't even think of at first, but had certain experiences that kept on happening to me and realizing that I think it's because I am a female in this arena. And... My husband is also a coach. He coaches football mainly, but has coached baseball as well. Um, And sports have been a big part of his life as well because he's a PE teacher. Um, But has done other things as well, like wrestling. So we talk about sports all the time. We talk about subjects within really anything to do with it. And so when things come up, I notice that Early on when we were both coaching, my experiences were much different than his. Um, And why is that? And I think a lot has to do with that I'm a female coach and that he's a male coach. And that I'm coaching female athletes and he's coaching male athletes. So I decided I wanted to do a podcast so that I had a place where I could talk about these things. So I wanted to create this podcast to be able to have a place where I can talk about um, the issues that kind of arise within sports, but also the inequality that is between female and male athletes, as well as um, male and female coaches. I think um, being a former athlete as well as now being a coach, I have a unique position where I coach a sport Um, that is mainly um, coached by males. And I have been a head coach as well as assistant coach. Um, I've only assisted male coaches for girls basketball at the high school level. Um, And I've headed um, both middle school and high school girls basketball as well. and having or figuring out that, out these differences that um, started to come up when coaching and having to take on kind of a role that is completely different when you are an assistant and head, which can happen either way, whether you're working with um, the opposite gender or not. Uh, but I just noticed that there were these experiences that kept on happening and I wanted to be able to talk to talk about it somewhere because I don't have really 
other than talking to my husband, I don't really have anywhere else to like get advice about being a female coach. I look to the podcast and realize that there's really not a subject um, that any that this is not a subject that anyone's really covering. Um, so yeah, so I thought let's let's start one for mainly me and see if anyone else would be interested to listen. And so the first thing I wanted to talk about is just like coaching females in general. Um, so like I said, I've, I've assisted male coaches, um, for girls varsity as well as, um, middle school basketball. And so I wanted to talk about coaching females and also the specific in girls basketball, um, the statistics of how many um, female coaches are there and how many male coaches are there. And the only like real study that could I could find was for college basketball. And um, it's actually pretty much, um, I think it was like 50-50 on male coaches to women coaches for um, college basketball. So I don't really have any statistics on high school basketball, and that's really where my experience is and where I have found that there are very few female coaches. Um, just a little background for me, I've worked at small schools, um, small private schools where there's only 200 kids in the whole high school and only having 10 girls come out for tryouts and having to work with girls that have never played before um, coming in to be on a varsity team um, as well with as working with athletes and trying to work those girls together to um, make a um, successful team and then also I've worked at um, bigger public schools and um, have assisted coaches at that level as well. So I've seen kind of different levels of basketball, worked with different level of female athletes. And um, kind of one thing that remains the same, or what that I have figured out about coaching girls, is that they're emotional. Um, Not that boys aren't, I just know from because I don't really have much experience coaching boys. I have, other than with PE, um, I coach girls. So I've noticed that they're emotional um, and they need you to tap into validating that and recognizing that and not um, making them feel like they need to suck it up and, and move on. Um, I noticed that early on when I first started coaching about 10 years ago. Um, and at first this was not how I really was. I was very, um, much an individual in how I prepared playing for sports. And, um, I mean, I played with my team, had chemistry with my team, but also how I dealt with things was by myself and um, I didn't really look to my coaches for advice. I really just only looked 
pretty much to my dad for that kind of advice. Um, but if I was emotional after a game, I would just work it out on by myself. Um, anyways, so at first when I started coaching and realizing that like these girls are, you know, every day it's a different, they come to practice different or they come to a game in a different mindset. And it was very inconsistent on how um, they showed up to play. And it was very much a roller coaster as a coach of trying to figure out, okay, which team showed up today. Um, early on, also, I went to like conferences and different things and sat in on a few um, classes that talked about, hey, like the mental game. Um, and how that's pretty much, you know, 80 to 90% of playing a sport is how you mentally prepare yourself and how you react emotionally, mentally during a game, during a practice. Um, and realizing that we only spend about 5 to 10% of practice working on the mental game. Or even recognizing that there's an emotional aspect to playing sports and reacting to the scenarios that come up within playing. Um, anyways, realizing these, that, you know, these um, emotions were coming up and how do we deal with them? How do we deal with them as a team? Um, my first coaching experience was helping out actually my old high school coach. Um, and <clears throat> I realized a lot of it was not asking the girls what was happening or, you know, why were they feeling that way? Um, why was, why did they feel that they were being inconsistent in their playing or um, how they prepared and things like that? And more of, hey, you gotta, you gotta figure this out because we, we aren't playing consistently in um, the way that we can play. And never really giving them the tools to try to figure that out. It's just, hey, you got to figure it out. And um, he was pretty positive. He was not too much of a, you know, like a yelling coach or an authoritative type of coach, but definitely didn't know how to give the tools for these girls to deal with the normal teenage um, emotional roller coaster of hormones and everything that come up. And then my, my last experience of assisting um, also a male coach was started to realize, like, taking the time to actually sit down and talk with the girls and go, hey, how are you feeling today? Um, whether that was on an individual basis or as a team. And you notice when you just ask that question they are willing to, to tell you what's going on, um, but it might take some time. And, you know, which I, as an assistant, had the time to do that and was able to listen to what was going on um, in their everyday lives. And realizing that, hey, every individual on this team is going through something, dealing with something, um, it might not be the same thing, but different. Some had similar situations going on, um, but it could range from having problems with a you know a boyfriend or a girlfriend, um, 
not doing well on a test in school to things going on at home that was just on their mind and they couldn't get away from it. Um, Or they felt like the pressure of having to perform on the team and felt like they weren't doing that. And the more and more I just took the time to have two-minute conversations, three-minute conversations before practice or after a practice or in between a drill, at water break, whatever, um, they started to open up more and more. And as they would talk more about it, they, I think, improved on their... ability to be able to to kind of separate the thing like everyday life things with and then and not bringing that on the court right leaving that to okay I will I will deal with deal with it after um but the biggest thing that I realized is when because we're talking about you know coaching females this is something that I could relate to um but as well as seeing that the male coaches were really frustrated because they didn't understand that they that they couldn't just leave everything off of the court and that um you know they had these desires to be doing other things as a high schooler um and not just play basketball 24/7 um and tried to talk with the male coaches about that because we had an, a situation one um, day where we were talking all the coaches and we were worried about one of the, the, the girls because you could tell that she was down and something was going on but really didn't know what. And anyways, she ended up opening up and saying, you know, her boyfriend had broken up with her. They are fighting and having issues and all that. And the advice... I listened to the head coach as well as the assistant coach who was a male as well. And the advice they were giving her is, oh, you don't really need him anyway. You just need to focus on basketball. And that was really the the gist of what they were telling her. And really, we don't want any of you dating in high school. Wait till you go to college um, because it gets in the way of you putting your full effort into your sport. And I sat there and thinking, like, that is, if I had gotten that advice, I would have just laughed. Um, Maybe not in their faces, because a little more respectful than that, but um, I would have laughed to myself, like, ha, yeah, because I don't, yeah, have that interest to have a boyfriend. Um, So I thought about that more and more, and this situation has always kind of stuck in my mind, because... Like, the expectations that we have of these teenage girls, and I'm sure it's, you know, even of boys too, but the expectations of how much time, you know, and just mental energy they want them to put into the sport becomes a job rather than something that they are passionate about and love to do and are able to balance with the rest of their life things. You know, and really trying to say, okay, realistically, you telling this girl that she, you know, shouldn't have a boyfriend anyway, like, is that going to give her any kind of 
like life advice when she gets to college if she ends up playing what's what's a, so then she can't date Ben either right when it becomes more um practice time and more um mental um toughness because you're you're in college as well as playing and trying to balance everything else why aren't we taking the time to say I'm sorry that happened to you validate their feelings about it as well as um you know you're when this can be your getaway while you're working through things making sure that hey you can kind of let go of those things while you're practicing and while you're playing and then um really you know evaluate like the next steps that you can take um but you know also saying like outside of basketball you know things that you can do to keep yourself busy as well as um positive ways to grieve and you know be able to get over a breakup you know actually giving them life advice for their, at this time in their lives, their life problems. Um, and I tried to tell the coaches, the, the male coaches after when there weren't any girls around that, you know, that's not really um, a fair expectation for you to have of these girls to not have any girlfriends or boyfriends. Um, it's high school and they're going to like each other. And really, you know, studies have said that they're really more focused on their friends rather than their families anyway at that age and so the expectation that they're not going to you know have this social life and want to be doing these social events like at school and want to get dressed up for prom and um, for homecoming and want to be at the game with their friends and things like that and rather you know and just want to play basketball 24 7 is unrealistic I mean, I played basketball a lot. My, a lot of my life in high school was basketball because I loved it and I wanted to be around it and I wanted to spend that much time doing it. And even then, even if I was spending four hours a day practicing, I still had a boyfriend. I still had guys I liked. I still had friends I wanted to hang out with. I still wanted to go to the banquet or, you know, um, dance. I wanted to do those things because that's what my friends were doing. That's what all my peers were doing. And I was still good at my sport. I was still passionate about it. I was still mentally tough. I still was successful. All of those things. So that had nothing to do with, um, you know, me having a boyfriend. But I was also taught that you need to balance everything in your life. So if you're going to commit to something, if you're going to be on the team, you better not miss a practice. You better be there 15 minutes early. Um, and you're going to be at every game and you know, you're not, and you're going to put an extra time on your own too, to make yourself better at that thing, whether that was a sport or anything that I was doing. So I was the kid that was doing a sport, also president of my class and still had a social life and was going to school, had decent grades, and was balancing everything just fine. And I was a happy, well-adjusted person. Um, But that's because I was taught by my parents how to do that and be able to commit to everything 
um, and realize that if anything kind of interfered with the other, then you got to communicate to the people that are that you've committed to and see how best you could work that out. Um, and these are the kind of things that come up as a coach where they come and say, hey, we, you know, we really would like to um, go to this football game, but it's during practice time. Um, you know, is, is that something that we, we could do? And when they go to these coaches and they're like, Psh, no, like we've got to spend time doing this, which I totally get because you want to win. We want to be successful. We've got to put in the time. But if we're looking at it from their perspective, why couldn't we just work something out of having a practice at a different time that day? Right? It's not that they would rather do that than play basketball. It's just that they want to do both. Right? And so how can we kind of help them and figure that out if they're communicating with us? Because if we shut them down, then they're just going to think, oh, you know, we... Let's n- we're not even going to go to coach if we have a question or if we want to do something because they don't like that, right? And then you have them wandering in their heads thinking, oh, the, you know, I want to be there rather than sitting here trying to walk through a, through a play right now. Anyways, um, just realizing that they're teenage girls and that they're human and they're emotional and they're trying to figure their some themselves out. They're trying to balance their lives and trying to be successful at everything that they're doing. Um, but there's only 24 hours in a day and remembering that, Hey, let's take the time to just like validate those emotions and validate that their, you know, their efforts and when their when their efforts are not there or not in line with the expectations teach them how they can do that instead of giving them the ultimatum or giving them the you well you shouldn't be doing that because you need to be focused on basketball instead of saying oh well let's let's concentrate on this right now and then you can uh we can figure that out together later So what's my point in saying all of this and realizing over the years that this is important and realizing that the male coaches that I've coached with um, really didn't tap into this aspect and really didn't take time for the mental and emotional um, part of basketball is that we need to take time to do it. We need to take a lot of time to do it and just like that conference that I went to and that class I sat in on that said yeah if we know that it's 80 90 percent of the game then why aren't we spending that with both males and females um but recognizing the differences between females and males when when you're coaching um and not just brushing it off as you know, whether they would say that to any kid of you just need to let it go, move on, suck it up. We need to take the time to understand our players 
understand them as individuals, understand them as a team, but understand them on a day-to-day basis. Not just, oh, this is their background, I kind of know them, I know this happened to them. But that things are always happening in many different areas of their lives and how can we tap into that and make them feel validated, feel motivated to want to stay a part of the team, want to work hard still, want to try to balance everything and not just get overwhelmed or feel devalued and not want to be a part of a team anymore. I feel like there might be this there's this definite need for females coaching females whether that's at the head or as an assistant and because of this aspect as well as many different aspects but for them to feel like there's somebody that is there that will understand them. Whether or not you think the same, there is going to be something missing between males and females because you will never be able to relate at that basic level. Having a female there that is, even if it is in the role of getting them back on track or you know them able to just to take a couple minutes to talk to us real quick so that they can feel like they got it out or were validated about their feeling really quick before they can you know go back to what they were doing um i felt like this was my role in my last assistant job and i truly know that i was successful at it because i had multiple multiple girls confide in me talk to me and they continue this was two years ago and they still continue to reach out and when they do have problems or issues um they come to me and they talk to me and they know that I would understand but that I would be also tough but validating where they're at and give good advice to help them balance that 